Hey, what's going on? What it do, boo? Hold up, hold up. Hold on, she tired. She yawning. How's that mic? Mic check, one, two. You in? Is it up right? I think we're good. I I think you're good, yeah. Okay, I'm good. Well, I'm Natalie Hayden. And I am Laverne Badger. And the extra kicks in. And And we we are Exposed. Exposed. The podcast. Uh-uh. This is what happens when you're tired. <laughs> this is what happens when you're tired. We're exposed to podcast. Yes, and um, we're not going to be before you long, but we wanted to hop in um, and talk about tips on how to leave an unsafe situation, an unsafe space, an unsafe toxic relationship. Safely. And stay alive. Yes. How to stay alive when leaving the madness. Yes. That's a real thing. Yes. It's not enough to just leave because that's when things get really, um, that's yeah, when things that escalate. that is the, the high, highest point of, what do they call it? Like, it's the. It's the peak. It's the most. Vulnerable. Time. Yes. Of the relationship. This is the time where a person, the abuser, losing absolute control. They have no idea what's going on. So we wanted to provide you guys with nine tips. Nine tips. But before we get started, we wanted to give um, a little bit of shout out. Not necessarily a shout out, but we just wanted to thank our sponsor, uh, Marcy's Law for Wisconsin and sponsoring this ad, this uh, this episode as well, and recognizing how important it is for us to go to the ballots April 7th yes. and vote for Marcy's Law, Wisconsin. And make sure you flip it over. Flip that ballot over. Flip the ballot over. Because it's on the other side. it's on the other side. Hashtag flip, flip that the ballot, ballot over. Flip it over. Hashtag flip, flip it, it over. over. Okay? Yes. Um, So, yeah, Marcy's Law is an important um, law that we need to vote yes on. It is important in regards to victims of abuse Mm -hmm. um, to help help protect themselves. Um, Additional, just additional coverage of how we can protect ourselves. Yes, and this um, is specifically to the court system. Right. You know, so when, when a victim goes into the court systems, they do not have um, a compass, a guide on what is there for them. There's uh, laws and rights and things in place for the persecutor. However, the victim is sort of left out there to somewhat fend for themselves. And what Marcy's law is, is additional rights for victims uh, crime for I'm sorry additional rights for crime victims victims that are dealing with domestic abuse and leaving um, and fleeing from an unsafe uh, relationship yeah and so you guys will see some information come across the screen and um, we will make sure that you have all the information you need to go to their website um, and you can find that on infor- all of our yeah all of our platforms mm-hmm. to be able to get more information Again, April 7th, we need your vote. Um, go out and make sure that you're doing your part your part to protect us. Hashtag flip, flip the over. ballot. Flip it, over. flip it over. Marcy's Law, yes. So in addition to that, guys, we want to give you those seven, I'm sorry, the nine tips on staying safe 
and getting out of a relationship alive. Like, so that's the key. It's not enough to just get out, right. but you have to remain alive these right. days. Right, get out you know? a lot. You know, it's a lot that's been going on in the city. We're from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and just a lot is going on. And um, just making sure you, you can figure out how to move mm-hmm. safely. And so we got some tips, here we go. So I think the first thing is, is um, with all that has been going on, and it's not just in the city of Milwaukee, we have nationwide where women are deciding to say, oh my goodness, it's time for me to go. Yep. And the first thing that you should do is build a support system, build a support network. And what does that look like, you yes. know? So support system can be anywhere from, it could be a coworker, that you feel um, close to. It could be the big mama in your family, cousin, sister. A friend. A friend. And it doesn't um, have to be so many people. It can be like that any, one person, That one right? person, yeah. Because, you know, domestic, victims of domestic abuse, the one thing we we have a lot in, com- in that we all seem to have in common is the embarrassment. Right. And how we don't want a bunch of people knowing or in our business. In our business That's and right. knowing what we're, we're doing. And there's the double-edged sword with that is because if nobody knows what you're doing, no one can help you. I That's mean, right. what you're going through, no one can help you mm-hmm. with your situation. So we have to be able to speak up and allow for somebody to know where we're going and know what our plan is going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two. So number two, we have locate an advocate and specifically a domestic violence advocate. Um that's connected to resources. That's connected to, re- and that's yeah. that's super, I mean, that that's, just, an, that's important to right. have someone that can point you and give you guidance and put you on the right path for um, a safe uh, journey for you and your children to tra- travel because know that it will be a journey and know right. that you will be uncomfortable. And to help you navigate through this, like you said, the so uh, of course Sojourner here in our area, Sojourner, Family Peace Center, then you got the Waukesha the Women's, Women's Center. Center, you have the Alma Center. Center, you got the um, Asha, uh, Project. Asha Project in, in Milwaukee, you got, and then outside of Milwaukee, there's one in West Bend, yes. Wisconsin, Green, Green Bay, Bay Lacrosse. La Crosse. And so wherever you're from, find that official resource that advocate that hub that can mm-hmm. tell you and talk to you of all the things that you would need to put into place and that advocate also can help you with getting legal resources and that right. legal resources can be anything from a restraining order or divorce, divorce or uh, custody, custody. placement so that is important to know what you're dealing with mm-hmm. prior to leaving yep so, um, you know, locating the advocate is extremely important. We're going to move on to number three, create a safety plan. And that sort of goes back to the advocate and their resources, because oftentimes they will help you devise a plan and help you figure out right. what that blueprint is going to look like for you and your family to leave. Even if you're not ready to leave just yet. But here's something just in case you're ready right. for who, when you're ready. And who, who are the people in place? Who are those people? Who are the people in place that's going to help me? Like, um, you have been helping a young lady, but we got the interrupters. Yeah. uh, DV interrupters. DV interrupters that come and and help 
women and children go to a space, whether to pick up their children or go to the house or help them move their stuff. Essentially, and, it's there to de-escalate right. something from cause, potentially. Yeah, not the cause, but again, if you put all these tips into place, nothing is guaranteed, but, but your chances are a little, are better to get out of that situation alive and safe. And alive and safe, yes. Yeah. Um, the fourth one is save money if you can. Now, yeah. they're the big if when we say if you can, because like we said before, um, th there are many ways that uh, an abuser can abuse, and one is through finances yeah. and controlling. And unfortunately, there are a couple young ladies that are out here right now, and the guy has access to their debit card. They they share a bank account together, so they drain all the money and leave them high and dry yeah. with nothing, with three kids or with all of their children. And it's just so frustrating. So you may have to, like Grandma said, if you're working, and if you're one of those people that have sustainable income coming in and you have to share that with your 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 significant other, maybe you're pinching away five, ten, twenty, thirty dollars right. and sticking it somewhere, not letting the, the hand, the right. left hand know what the right hand is right. doing type of thing. Right. You know, a little something can go a long way. It can go a long way. Go a long way. And 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 even if if you don't have that ability to have a little bit of a nest nest egg, still get out figure that out yes um so there's places and, and go back to those advocate resources to be able to help you when you are you don't have the finances the finances so yes there's some help out there as well so all right moving on to number five per, um what is it called practice web and tech safety so we want to make sure um you know when you're going into these these uh thoughts and safety plans that you're also including how to be sure. safe on the web and online because yep. if this person has any idea that you are planning to retreat or get away or escape or flee whatever it is either way it's away from them they may increase their visibility on your social media and your your usage of the right. web and social right you know, so usage. pay attention to they say safe computers use a safe compute computer meaning if you have access to a computer at work um then use that computer to do your research on where you can go what you need to a be public doing library your, yeah public library not don't do it at home if you can help it um, and also so your that phones they can track, too. Yeah, and your phones, and that's where they can track your history, mm -hmm. and that gives them those clues to say why are you looking at this. You right. Know? Right. Um, cell phone is another one. Make sure with text messaging. You know, if you have to text and use your phone, you know, make sure you're trying to delete all that that history as much as possible, um, uh, so that they don't get again get that. Where are you going? Why are you trying to leave me? And then all of a sudden you're mm -hmm. in a situation where he's feeling out of control and mm -hmm. and it can end bad. So just be aware, you know, don't start putting things on your Facebook page or Instagram page like I can't wait to come see you and I unless can't. you are like unless like, you know, you are in desperate need and you're looking for someone like this is a, a life and death. 
I've seen people do a cry for help on social media mm -hmm. where, you know, that was their only outlet and there was a response. And, right. and oftentimes, you know, someone was able to get to them and then sometimes it was too late. So you really do like, you know, if you're in the if you're in the, the lane of planning and escape, you wanna practice safe web and tech um, safety measures. Right. But you know, if you are in a situation where the internet is your only outlet and you've exhausted all of those support systems, you're away from it, you don't have access and the internet might be your right, voice. Right, because there's definitely a lot of um, um, resources online. It is. There's domestic violence groups, private groups that you can actually get together and talk to other victims or mm -hmm. women who are hard going. I'm actually a part of a group on Facebook and um, and I, it's not a, some of them are survivors, but a lot of them are women who are currently in their situations mm. and they're venting on those pages. Those pages are private. You um, have to be um, not just, you have to request to be in them and they must do some research to check you out because it took like two weeks for them to accept me mm -hmm. into that group. And so they probably do it, you know, as much as they can before they start, you know, because somebody who's really trying to stalk you they can, you know, they can create fake pages and stuff mm -hmm. like that and see through. But for the most part, I think um, those social media groups do their best to try to create spaces for for victims. I think that's so, awesome. Um, yeah, it just gives me. I know I had to get away from it a little bit because mm -hmm. they used to pop up on my line all the time. I know I'm getting off track of our ships, but it was rewarding in one breath because you would they would show women saying oh I just today my divorce was final mm. and then everybody would shower them with love and celebrate and um, then the other they're on the flip side of that would be oh I just went to court and he's fighting me for my kids and I don't know what to do kind of thing mm. but again then you get all that support of women who have gone through that that's giving them some, you know, trying to keep them motivated to keep moving forward. But I don't think it's a bad idea to, um, to you know, even join a support group like that. You know, right. I'm glad you brought that up. Right. You know, for someone that may not be um, mentally ready to leave, sometimes they need, especially if they've been isolated, Right. maybe they might need that support of women that they don't know right now, that right. non-judgment for them to say, well, and to see the stories and see the, the, the journeys and the trials that women and other survivors have walked and gone through and they're still alive they may need to see that so i think even like i want to say number six possibly join a support group right oh, you know yeah. join a, i would say a join a support group, group. Yeah. you know that can help you lead up to leaving and staying alive right right you know so um that was sort of like a, a little impromptu number six <laughs> but right. um so now we got 10 yeah now we have 10 mm -hmm. so number seven would be you got to keep record of the abuse 
So what does that look like? Right. Do you write it down in a journal? Do you take pictures of your now face? You can take Nowadays pictures. Now you, you can, can take pictures of your cell phone. And, and of the room after right. it was jacked and tore up, the, yeah. the, the dent in your car or messed it up gives property. You leverage. Yes. When someone is trying to say, oh, that didn't happen, or because if you you hit me or or and it didn't actually leave a bruise, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Here's something that can show a little swelling, a little scratch, or you know what I'm saying? Just just protecting yourself to be able to journal that um, down. I never did it, mm -hmm. but um, I think it's extremely important when you, it comes to people who are. Um, fighting in criminal court and in family court. Yeah, it's real crafty. It can yeah. be, that, that court system is real tricky yeah. when they say make sure that you get all the evidence possible and, and the evidence is just not even something that's upheld in the court to yeah. fight against your case. I, it was this woman, um, Kendra, um, um, I am Soda, she, Kendra Turner, she's a domestic violence advocate. And she recorded one of the sessions where her um, ex-husband was beating her up. Mm -hmm. Like you could hear it all in the background, mm -hmm. her screaming and all the bangs and her daughter in the background and stuff. You could hear all of what they say in the court. That. What they say in the no, court. No, he he was arrested and stuff. Okay, but it was just like she had the with all to record that. And I tell people that all the time, you know, you might not, you never know how it might turn up for mm -hmm. you. If you just press that record, even if it's just video, you might not be able to do audio. I'm sorry, you might not be able to do, I meant the other way around. Even if it's audio, you and may you not be able video. to do video. Right. That still may work for you. Right. So um, definitely find a way to keep record of the abuse and let and try to let people know as much as possible. Um, moving forward, we have number eight. Try to find a safe place. What is that safe place? Man. So when you leave, safe place. where are you going? Shoot, it, it might have to be um, to uh, that entrusted friend of yours that yeah. you've um, uh, looked for that support system. And if they're open, when they say, hey, I know that you're not ready, but when you're ready, we're here for you. Right. So that's what that looks like. And right now, shelters, let's just be honest, they are jam-packed, yeah. there's no space, because people are deciding to get out. Right. They're deciding to leave. Right. So we only have- Is there waiting lists for, like, if you, for, for um, shelters? I don't know if there's a waiting list. I'm not sure that's something that we'll have to that ask. It would be interesting to know, to, to say, okay, there's no room now, but when some room become available. We'll call you. We'll call well, you and then I, you can make that choice to say, are you gonna come now? Well, I do know specifically um, Sojourner, they call back on high risk um, uh, cases that have called in and whether they're coming in or not, they have to follow up because it's a high risk case. Mm. So they have to follow up and say, well, you know, like what's going on? Is there anything that we can do to support? Have you talked to this person? Do you need a restraining order? They may not be able to offer them the space, but of course, if the space is open, I'm sure they're saying, well, we now have space. Right. That's what I would right. think. Right. But um, 
you know um, we know it's not it's it's not easy especially when you only have two major shelters to accommodate right. a city right and other outside counties right. you right. know what I'm saying from right. this this um this extremely horrible uh, disease of domestic violence so uh, we're moving on to number nine we want to say contact law enforcement law enforcement is really important um, they typically arrest the aggressor. So it's usually, unfortunately, some people have used this in the wrong way, but they still operate in this fashion. Right. The person who calls the police, that's the person that, um, it, they're usually not the one that goes to jail. It's the person that is, the police is being called on, right? right? So, um, so yes, and it's usually the the dominant aggressor. That's who they're taking in. Right. So making also making sure that you let the police officer know. Like I know I I worked in Brookfield, but lived in Milwaukee, and so I could I had to um, take the restraining order paperwork with you to Brookfield to the police station. Interesting. So they, not just to, so it was the police station in the area of where I worked. Mm. I had to go there and have it put on file because the restraining order in Milwaukee, yeah, once they arrest them, they could track it back to that this person isn't supposed to be here. But it was just, they, I was given the advice is to make sure that they know that, um, the, because the Brookfield police know that this person, that you have a restraining order against this person. And so I did that. And um, so that's one of the things, law enforcement, making sure that they know mm -hmm. where you work and the area of where you live, that those two different entities, if they're in two different areas, making sure both of those know what your situation may be. So. I think it's also, um, it's necessary to add on to that when you say contact law enforcement, you need to let your job know as well too. Right. You know, um, one thing that I had to do, I had to show a photo ID of this person just in case this person showed up and they said, well, you know what? We're gonna make sure we have a whole security team that will be over this. Right. You know, and um, it just gave me another level of safety mm -hmm. at your job. When you communicate with human resource, you have to show them the documentation from the police reports right. and stuff from court right. and restraining orders and what have 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 you and and, and and it's just necessary for your own protection. But you want to make sure that all of everyone is in the know. You also got to let the schools know. Yes. The school, you, you know, your kids, if you have children yep, that's involved, you got to communicate with. And it's so many things that this one person is just saying, I'm just trying to survive. Right. That you are, you have to now navigate all of these systems and you're interconnected in these webs of that's pulling you in different places and you're just trying to think, I just want to be safe. Right, right. So um, the last one, and this is the 10th and final tip for leaving and staying alive. We right. have to put emphasis on the right. staying, staying alive, alive. You know, um, is leaving during the, an, an unassuming time, an unassuming time, yes. leaving during a safe, time where you know it's not at the height of the of, of an argument right it don't have to be right after an incident because he's 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 paying he's attention he's yes. thinking okay she can't leave me i'm gonna come home let me check and see mm -hmm. get a temperature check for that 
But if things are all good, but you know you you done, and I don't care if this is in the honeymoon stage, take that opportunity when their levels is down of how and they're, they're, and they're watching unexpecting, you yes. and make your move. That's yes. the best time is when, you know, it's unassuming. So, um, so hopefully we've offered some very um, advantageous tips on how to not only leave a toxic relationship, but to stay alive, remain alive. That's what we're mm -hmm. looking for. Yeah. We need for you and the babies, whoever is leaving, right. to, to stay alive, okay. to be okay. To be okay. Yes. So. so we'll have a list of these. We'll put these online on our website. We really hope that um, you know you all are taking heed and not just being bystanders, but you're speaking up, you're being DV interrupters, you're finding ways to do more. And we just wanna ensure that, um, that we're also doing more amongst each other right. in, in our own circles, in our own families. Absolutely. And that's where it starts, is in your own yeah. family. Where do you notice um, some toxic behaviors in your family? And we right. wanna tackle that right on. Not in this family. Right. Not today. Not today. So. So, um, I'm Thank Natalie you. Hayden. I'm LeBron Badger. <laughs> and we are Exposed, Exposed the, the podcast. podcast. We're signing off, guys. Stay safe, you guys. All right, peace. Bye. Bye.